Hi, this is Netta. So in my journal from about the third week of August, I have something written here I want to read. It says, encouragement opens doors of opportunity. And I have a scripture from Acts 13 um, written in here. And this was when Paul was on his first missionary journey. And he's traveling around, so he's in a new place. And he goes to the Jewish synagogue on the Sabbath. And after the main things had taken place, they looked to him and said, hey, brother, if you have any encouragement, um, go ahead and share it. It says, brothers, if you have any word of encouragement for the people, come and give it. And I had written under there, encouragement opens doors of opportunity because Paul stood up and got to share encouragement and got to share Jesus. Now, I take this very practically. That's kind of what I do. I, I found, I don't know if I was taught this by somebody, thank you, if I was, or what. But if you find something good in someone and you tell them, it very quickly opens up conversation, almost always, or at least it opens up some kind of a good rapport. Um, very often when I'm in a store or I'm out in public, and if I notice something awesome about someone, or even I like their nail polish color, I always notice fingernails, or I like their hair, or they have a really cute bag or whatever, and it sounds superficial, and yet if I turn to that person and say, hey, your bag is amazing. I love the color. It looks like a great size and shape. They're going to feel a little bit courageous to maybe have a conversation. That's what encouragement is, right? It's putting courage into someone else. And even though it seems like a superficial compliment that I might be giving somebody, it does put courage into them. Like everyone wants to hear something that they're doing nice. If I see well-behaved children out in public, I mention it to the mama, like, oh, what wonderful, well-behaved children you have. Boy, if every mom doesn't want to hear that, right? It puts courage into someone, but then it usually opens up a conversation. And it might not be super deep and super spiritual, but it also might have some sort of lasting impression. Now, this doesn't always work. <laughs> I have to tell you about a time we had just moved um, to the outer, um, well, the suburbs of Philadelphia. I was seven and a half months pregnant with Zoe, our third daughter. So Mariah and Courtney were little and we were in the grocery store. So I have these two sweet little girls following me around, totally pregnant and a giant cart of groceries. And we get in a long line. It's very busy. And I'm looking around, don't know anybody. And there's a lady in front of me, and I honestly don't know what I said to her. I mean, this was 18 years ago, but I remember that I complimented her, and I said something. And I don't know if it's the area we were in or if it was just this lady's deal, but she literally looked at me in horror and grabbed her purse from her shoulders and swung it around to the other side and put her arms around it. Like I was gonna mug her or something. I was like, seriously, look at me. I was so pregnant. I couldn't have I, I couldn't have caught her if she ran to the end of the register checkout. It would have taken me a while to get to her. I was heavily pregnant. And side note for those of you who live out on the East Coast, I mean, we lived across the street from Arita's Water Ice then. So hello. Um, yeah, I could waddle across the street to Rita's, unfortunately. But anyway, that's about the only time I can remember getting a very negative response. 
from complimenting someone, but usually it opens up opportunities. Um, a few nights ago, I was at a football scrimmage for my boys and I was leaving a few minutes early and I walked past a nice lady Well, she was friendly looking and she was sitting um, kind of away from everyone. And I commented that she actually picked the best spot because she really had the best seat. Um, and, I, and I was like, ah, oh, I should have thought of that. And it opened up this whole conversation. And it turns out we did talk briefly about Jesus. And that certainly wasn't my motivation. I was just doing what I do. And you know, I love that that's how Jesus looks at us. He sees the good in us and he's forever wanting to point it out. If we will just be still and read his word and listen. Now, yes, he points out things he wants us to change and things he's working on and things we need to say we're sorry for and repent of. But I also think that God starts out going, "Mm, I love you, baby. You're wonderful. You do this. I noticed that. Like he loves on us because he is the ultimate parent. So it only makes sense for us to do the same thing. And you know, This doesn't just apply to, you know, strangers, finding good in strangers or finding good in acquaintances, but of course, finding good in our children and in our spouses. You know, it feels like his moms are always going, be sure to do this. Don't forget to make your bed. Please don't make make your bed. Please don't forget this. Please, would you hurry and grab your shoes? And it's just like the same things over and over, right? (laughs) And it gets so frustrating sometimes. But if we will interject or maybe start with, hey, your desk is so cleaned off in here, sweetie, and your dresser, I like how you arranged it. You know, that gives them a little courage that then they might actually remember to make their bed next time. Now, there's no guarantees, (laughs) but it does put courage in our kids. And the same with our spouses. Man, if I'm If I'm verbalizing all the amazing things that my husband says and does, oh, Chili's so wonderful. And sometimes like I so take it for granted, I don't tell him. But when I make a point to do that, I know it fills him with courage and it makes him even better at who he is and what God has called him to do. And ultimately that trickles down to me and the rest of our family. It's such a beautiful circle when we encourage, it just comes around. Jeannie Mayo, one of our longtime mentors and friends has said for years, give what you need. And I used to interpret that as, well, I really need encouragement. So I'm going to give it to you. And then I think, and they're not giving it right back to me. And I used to think, I don't think that's always true. But as time has gone on, I've realized it's a much bigger cycle. And that when we're spreading encouragement. We're spreading Jesus. He finds the good in us. He points it out. It's his kindness, the Bible says, that leads us to him. It's his kindness that leads us to repentance. So I encourage all of us (laughs) to be encouragers. I shouldn't use that word in this twice in the same sentence, right? Let's be encouragers. Let's find the good. My, my husband has said for years, catch people doing what's right. That's being an encourager. And who knows what kind of wonderful conversations and opportunities will come.
because encouragement opens doors of opportunities. Thanks for listening. That's just a little piece of my heart.